0: Each week, I will be bringing you education and inspiration, as well as interviews with other fellow warriors. Get ready to be empowered in your faith, mindset, and your health. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hi, welcome to a new episode, you guys. I'm so excited to be here again. This week, I felt it would be really good to talk about ways just to feel good, And especially when we're in a funk, I think that's really important. And I think a lot of you that listen in each week are most likely dealing with a cancer diagnosis. But this still applies to you even if you're not ill. I mean, we all want to feel good, right? I think that there's like, gosh, so many emotions that come in when you're facing a situation like a cancer diagnosis that, you know, you weren't really expected to deal with ever. At least for me, I was absolutely shocked when I got the diagnosis. And so I don't know, I just was thinking about how important it is to really be mindful about you know, what we take in and it takes work to feel good. And a big part of feeling good is what are you feeding on? Meaning what are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you meditating on? Is it negative or is it positive? Is it faith filled or is it hope filled? And it's really important to take inventory. You know, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I am struggling. I won't know that I'm struggling until all of a sudden I feel like just yucky. I feel just depressed, you know, even hopeless sometimes. And then I'll start to do some inventory like, hey, wait a minute, where did this come from? How did this even happen? Well, guess what? It is, you know, it came in through like a negative thought that I was having and I just started to think about that. So it's super important to make sure that you are not, you know, allowing the negative thought or the worry or the what ifs or the fearful emotions to be planted in your brain. Now, I know that we can't be joy-filled, happy, positive, faith-filled 100% of the time. That's a little unrealistic, but I believe that 80% of the time, I do. I believe that we can be faith-filled and hope-filled. And I'll never forget one day, my husband, he came up to me and we were in our kitchen and he says, you're just too happy and your joy is fake. Now, I'm not calling my husband out, you know, for saying that, but for the record, I work really freaking hard at being hope-filled and faith-filled. I really do. And honestly, it doesn't come naturally for me to be happy and joy-filled all the time, although it might seem like it to you guys But I, you know, there's a lot of things that I do, a lot of inventory I'm always taking as a coach on myself and just a lot of work that I do on myself, you know, on the daily. So if you are a believer and you have a personal relationship with Jesus, then guess what? The byproduct of your relationship with him is joy. You know, again, it's not going to be 100% because that's just not realistic. But anyways, if you want to read more about that, you can actually go to the Bible and look up, I think it's Galatians 5, and you can read all about the joy and the fruits of the Spirit. But I, you know, just really want to speak on the things that I personally have applied to myself, and I think it's just going to help you move that negativity out of your body, Because, you know, when you're struggling with something like a cancer diagnosis, it's really hard to be happy and joy-filled. It can be, I should say. So that's why we need to put this effort in to helping our situation and just making sure that we're not staying in the dumps. So here are a few things that have helped me on my cancer journey. So number one, worshiping God. Now why that is key is because it helps to get our mind onto him and begin to magnify him instead of magnifying our situation. So we focus on him and our situation it's like it gets less important. It gets less um kind of less of a bigger deal as you just focus your attention on the greatness of God. And that's something I do you know, all the time. It is my go-to actually. Number two is reading the Bible and reading how others have overcome and leaning into the promises that God has given all of us. Now that's super important. I love to hear how people have overcome and I don't know if you guys have read the Bible, but there's some crazy stories in the Bible and they're real. Like, what about Daniel and the lion's den? I mean, that's crazy what God did. But we can glean from the scriptures and the stories in the Bible and just get so much hope and it helps our situation. Also, another thing I love to do is journal out my feelings and ask myself questions. Like I ask myself, like, you know, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? You know, and I will get a lot of really good clarity from the journaling. Number three, I think it's super important what we speak and declare over ourselves And I've got some great healing affirmations that I've created. You can actually go on my Instagram and get those for yourself, but I pretty much do that every single day and I'll share a couple of them that I love to speak. And number one is I'm an overcomer and healing belongs to me. God watches over his word to perform it in my life at the right time. I am self-disciplined, and I partner with the Lord for my best health. I go from strength to strength. God is working on my behalf and in ways that I can't yet see, but I'm excited to. Jesus is carrying my grief and my sorrow. Therefore, I don't need to. I can just let it go. I choose to let go of all fear, worry, and doubt So that I can be healed at the cellular level, hope it's the oxygen of my soul. And I only believe for healing in God's perfect time. Hey, I want to pause from today's episode and talk about an immune system molecule that has certainly changed my life, but is making a lot of waves out in the world. And strong immunity is my passion. And I truly believe that every single person needs to be using this molecule. It activates your natural killer cells. It makes your immune system 437% smarter. It kills cancer cells. And its main job is to help your body recognize a threat and then respond to it. Now, one of the great things about this molecule is if your body doesn't recognize where the problem is, it can't certainly fight it. So it's like this molecule points out where the problem is so it can effectively fight it. So if you are interested in what this molecule could do for you, go ahead and message me at hello at ericamatthews.co. All right, let's get back into today's episode. So those are some of the things I love to speak over myself because it's so powerful when the cells in our body, and I've I've said this in past episodes, but they hear the words that we speak and they respond to it. And there's just something that happens. It's like we're encouraging our own soul. And even in the Bible, it talks about King David. I've mentioned this before. He's like one of my favorite people in the Bible, but he was a psalmist and he was known for just speaking to his soul and encouraging his soul. And if he had to do that and he had like this amazing dynamic relationship with the Lord, how much more do we have to do that? Right? So that's how, you know, we can learn from people and stories in the Bible. All right. Number four is, calling a trusted friend and being vulnerable with them, you know, saying, I'm struggling. Can you encourage me or can you pray for me? And just even like talking, you know, your real thoughts and your concerns with a friend or, you know, your mom or just someone that, you know, will just be there for you. And it's just a great listener. That just does a world of wonder. I mean, just sometimes all I want is somebody that I can feel safe with and I can just share my heart with them and they are not going to give me any advice. They're just going to listen to me. And there's something that is done for my soul personally, just to have just the gift of having someone listen to me. Oh, I love it. And that's personally what I love about having a life coach because that's what they do for me. So definitely try that. Number five, serving someone. I don't know what it is, but when I go and I serve someone, it literally will get me like, I don't know. It just does something for my spirit to where I forget about what I'm feeling. And I, it's almost like, that negative energy that I was feeling before, it just leaves. So some of the ways I love to serve someone is just doing something for someone, encouraging someone, sending someone a text. I love to buy gifts for people. That's my love language. So I will do that for people. I love, love, love to pray for people. So that is something that I do often. And again, it just helps me get my mind off of myself. But serving others, just, I mean, it doesn't matter almost like what it is, just serving someone. It's something I pray for every day. God, give me someone to serve and love on. And it's just the best for me. Number six, exercising. So that could be all kinds of exercising, but just making sure that you are moving your body because when you're moving your body, you're moving any negative energy also out of your body. It um, helps with the endorphins, all of that. So it's super, super good. And it also energizes you as well, energizes you in a good way. And number seven, if you have kids go and play with them. Go and do something fun to help take your eyes off of how you're feeling. <clears throat> so, just wanted to share those quick tips with you. One thing I like to do is just remind myself too when I'm, you know, feeling yucky that it, you know, it might it's just be for that moment and or that season, right? But it's not forever. It's not forever. It's not permanent. This isn't going to last forever. And I think that's also important to speak out loud and to remind ourselves that. And also, you know, please remember that you need to give yourself grace and have massive compassion on yourself, especially if you are fighting something like cancer, because no joke, it is a crazy battle. I mean, it is not for the faint of heart. It is not for no wimpy person. And if you want to become a warrior, you know, having a cancer diagnosis will definitely turn you into a warrior. But regardless, you are a true warrior and you can use your struggles has opportunities if you believe that you can. And I have an episode coming out that I'm so excited for you guys to hear. I know you guys will love it. We're going to be talking about how to use a setback like cancer to completely transform your life. So it's going to be super powerful. So stay tuned for that. So, all right, well, I hope you enjoy today's quick episode. Hope you got lots from it. Have an amazing week and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the show. My prayer is that the podcast encouraged you and filled you with hope. If you loved what you heard today and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. To catch the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at It's Erica Matthews and join my Hope and Healing for Cancer Facebook group. Remember this, anything worth having takes work. See you next week for a new episode.